Good morning and welcome back to the Legal Queen podcast. I release these episodes every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday at 6am. In only two months, guys, we have grown to 10,000 monthly listeners. Wow, blows my mind. And I just wanted to say thank you so much. I get hundreds of messages every day saying how much this podcast is helping people. So if I could ask whatever application you may be listening to this on, Spotify, Apple, Amazon or anywhere else, if you could please give me a five star rating, it will really help push the podcast so that we can help even more people. My goal is to be reaching 50,000 monthly listeners by the end of the year and you guys can directly help me achieve that. Anyway, enjoy the following episode. Uh, Zoe, you are next up. What's your question? Hi. Hello. Um, what I want to ask is, um, I've got a partner and he's been split up from his ex-wife nine years. Yeah. Um, he's had irregular contact with his four sons. Yeah. Um, it's, sorry, it's very stressful at the moment. That's okay. Um, she's like... Said a lot of abuse about us, a lot of Facebook posts. Um, every time I want to see the kids and I'm there, she refuses. Um, it's just getting to the point where we know the one son who was 11, he really wants to see his dad and she's she's keeping him away because he's a very quiet, withdrawn child. Yeah. Um, she manipulated the older two, which are who are like 19 and 20 now. Um, they've they've told us what she used to do. Um, there has been a there is a lot of abuse in the house. Um, recently, she messaged yesterday stating that he can see the children, but I'm not allowed nowhere near them. Right. And then one minute she's stating that I'm the best since since best thing since sliced bread, and she trusts me a hundred percent with them. And it, it's like I feel like it's that she still loves her ex. So what's your question um, of me? How, how is it? How is what, it? I can what help. Can we, what can we do? Because everything we try, if, like we've even said to her that we will go to court, and she said, "Well, I'll tell him that he abused me, and I'll tell him that he's a pervert." And okay, it's just endless, so. I think. I think. Stuff. Yeah, and and you know what? No court order is going to make that stop, unfortunately. So I think the best yeah. thing to do is keep it simple. Is he having regular contact with the children? If he isn't and they're not able to sit down and and co-parent, then he makes a C-100 application to the court and he's asking for a child arrangements order. It's only going to apply to children under 16. So if the children are even 15, I wouldn't bother making the application because by the time we get to court and things are, you know, sorted out, they most likely will be 16. Um, But that's what he needs to do. Don't listen to what she's saying. She is going to tell the court and she isn't going to tell the court. It's what's in the best interest of the child and they should be having a relationship with dad. All right. This this is what we've said. um, But it's like... I can't, you can't, you can't win with that. And, yeah, um, that's, and that's, what I was Zoe, what I was going to say to you is every C100 application that is before the courts right now is because of that reason. The parents right. cannot co-parent, okay? So your situation is no different to the other thousands of C100 applications that have gone in. So don't be worried about that, okay? Don't worry right. that, you know, you're maybe being um over egging the pudding so to speak you're absolutely not yeah. if he wants to make the application he can 
What about evidence? Because no, the, the evidence that, is um, well. The evidence, Zoe, is that he's not seeing the children. That's the evidence. Right. Okay. And, and it's it, fine because yeah. it's it's mad. It's just stressing us both out now. It's been like yeah. nine years, and it's it, it's it's manic. He's stressed. He wants to see his kids. They want to see him. Yeah. But she does manipulate them a lot. Yeah. She'll stand and make them message nasty comment nasty messages to yeah. the dad and yeah. Yeah, I've just downloaded the C one hundred form. Um is there anything else that we can do about the manipulation no. or No, just put it all in the form. Or just take it to court. Yeah, just take okay. it to court. All right. Just take it to court. That's all right. That is brilliant. Thank you all for right. your advice. Thanks okay. a lot. Thanks, Zoe. Thank Bye. Um Keely or Keel, sorry, I'm gonna to come to you. Let me take you off mute. What's your question? Hi. Hello. I, I hope this is quite straightforward. Yeah. Um how how much time would be classed as significant time away from a child in the eyes of the court. For what purpose, um, Kales? For what? For in what context? So myself and my ex partner have a daughter who's three. Yeah. Um, but he's currently not spending any time with her. She lives with me full time. Um, he hasn't asked her to see her on FaceTime or anything. He he lives quite close to the area. But he hasn't seen her in in over a month now, um, and the communication's quite quite dire, to be honest. So I'm just wondering if if it does go to court, which I'm kind of expecting, what um what will the court see as significant time away? Because I want to maintain being reasonable with him as well. So when can I start setting in boundaries that okay, you can see her for for a day or a few hours, depending on how long this goes. Sorry, Kills, I'm I'm not understanding the question. You, what are you saying? Are you saying to me that he's going to make an application because you're not allowing regular contact with the child? Is that what you're saying? No. No, sorry. So I I just want to know how how long is classed as significant time away? He's, he's not asking to see her. I'm not stopping communication or contact, but he's just not oh, asking for there, it. There, but... there is no there is no such thing as significant time away, really. You know, parents have been absent for a week, a month, a year, three years. But if they come back on the scene and they want to start to have regular contact and it's safe for the child to do so, the court will always encourage that. All right, okay. So I can just kind of play it by ear and and see what's best for her. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you have no welfare concerns and she's safe, then, yeah, you, you, you want to allow contact to take place. I mean, if he hasn't seen her for a little while, it might have to build up gradually. But, um, yeah, the court's only going to be concerned if, when she's with him, that there are maybe some welfare concerns, that's all. All right, that, that's brilliant. That answers my question. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye. What's your question, Mo? Hi, Tracy. My question is around pensions. Yeah. Um, we separated about five years ago, and I got my degree absolute about uh, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, we're going through finances. Um, how much of the pension pot is is um, applicable to the division of assets? My understanding was up to the date of degree absolute. Yeah. So it's all contributions made during the length of the marriage. If we have a period of cohabitation before the marriage, we can include that as well. All right, so there was no cohabitation before the marriage, so it's just between the marriage and the date of decree absolute. Correct. 
Well, that's when so the when marriage ends. So when I get ends. the pension CET valuation, do I ask for the valuation up until the date of degree absolute um, or the day after? You can, but the, the other side are most likely going to want to see the date after, and then it will go off to a pension actuary to determine how much of your pension has been allocated during the marriage. Oh, yeah, because I've got about three different pension providers. So you, the, you'll most likely have to... One that, yeah. Um, yeah, that okay. comes into play. Okay, fine. All right. Uh, thank you so much for You're asking welcome. that question. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Mo. Captain, give me a question. Hello, you all right? Can you oh, hear good. me? Good, I can hear you, yeah. Um, so this is for Poppy Jane on, yeah. face, on, on Facebook, on Discord. Yeah. It's, and she said, can someone please let me know what exactly a lives-in order means and how this is affected if it's a 50-50 shared order? So she's put, is it better to have... A yeah. lives in order in my favour, and does it affect divorce stroke finances? So first of all, it's called lives with. Uh, a lives with order is very specific in that the child is going to live with that particular parent and have contact with the other parent. So you are very much the resident parent, to use the old terminology. Whereas 50-50, you could argue that the child lives with both of you. Maybe pop right, but that the child lives with both of you 50% of the time. So so in that instance, you wouldn't have a lives with order because it's it's more of a shared care arrangement. Right, okay, that's fine. That's all for now, Tracy. Lovely, thank you, Captain. Thank you, bye. bye. Um, sorry, guys, if I'm distracted. I've got little Miss Lulu at my feet and she's being very naughty and chewing everything. Yes, you down there, I know. Pav, can I hear you? Uh, yes, I can hear there you. There we go. I think Captain actually asked your question, Pav. Yes, did, but I don't know. I'm still so confused. I'm not sure if I should ask clarity again. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I ask again the question? Well, Obviously, yeah, you're, you're, I've invited you up to the stage, so ask away. Yeah, um, we had like obviously two properties, one's where we're like a family home where we're living now and one he had with his dad, which I lived like eight years in the property. And while we were, like, post-separation, they moved his name. Like, now they're saying he don't have any beneficially or legally any rights to the property. So we shouldn't be, he shouldn't be mentioning in e-form. So I'm not sure what's my right. We should, should I need to bring the property, you know, in the e-forms or declare that? Because they are denying, they're saying I got nothing to do with the house. But he wants... Like, I've got a really small house he wants share from this house. I'm not sure how these things work. So if he doesn't have any properties in his name, Pav, they're not marital assets. Okay, so you're but not... He, he had it, but he had it, like, for 15 years. He only moved, like, uh, within, like, uh, when we yeah. were going through separation. Okay, let, so sorry. I, but what I was going to go on to say is, so, so just for everyone else that's listening, it, if it's not an asset in that person's name then obviously they can't, um, you know, it's not a matrimonial asset. If you can show that during the divorce, he has deliberately transferred it into somebody else's name and therefore he's yes. trying to dispose of assets, then you raise that, yes. Yes, okay, that's all fine. Right. That's, yeah, so still, Lovely. I've got the proofs, like uh, all the deed and the mortgage statements and all that I can prove yep. that Jesse had right. it on his name. Yes. Right, so then you, you raise that with the court. Yes, I've right. rolled, yeah. Okay, thanks, Pav. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Um, Andrea, you are next up. What's your question? 
Hello there. Hello. Um, so my question really is on the yeah. back of uh, a previous question in regards in regards to the lived with order. Yeah. So I don't. So I've got a CAO already in place, and we're going to be in court again in September to revisit the CAO. Yeah. I don't believe I've currently got a lives with order, although my son does live with me twelve out of fourteen days a week. Uh, sorry, twelve out of fourteen days. Twelve out of every fourteen days. So is it just a case of asking the court to write it into the CAO that I would like a lives with order? Or what do I need to do to get that? Well, Andrea, it will be part of the final order that's made. Um, so in the any interim orders that are made won't necessarily contain that wording. And yes, if you specifically wanted to say that the child lives with you, then you would you would ask that it's worded in that way. Well, the biggest reason I want it is because um, my little boy's dad is has put in his position statement because we've already had the um, preliminary hearing that he wants it. He wants it that I'm not allowed to leave the country for 14 days with my son without his permission. Right. Um, which, generally speaking, is fine, but I don't want to have to ask his permission every time we go on holiday because he's going to say no just to create a problem. So you, um, you, so you I'd don't just have a lives with order, which means I can go on holidays up to 28 days if I'm correct. Well, you um, don't need permission. You don't need a lives with order, Andrea. If you are the main carer, you can have the 28 days anyway. So, oh, you know, okay. so you yeah. couldn't stop me from taking my little boy like to Spain on holiday, for example. No, not if you've got a child arrangements order in place. No. Fantastic. Oh, of course. Cool. So I don't need the lives with then. I'm already covered. It's yeah. just I want to take him to America, and there's every possibility that that will span over 15 days, for example, because of flights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, that's great. Thank it, you it's very, very 28 much. days. You're welcome. Thanks, Andrea. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Um, thank you, guys. I'm getting lots of comments on the Facebook and the TikTok about the picture behind me of the Queen. Um, it is pretty special. I but bought that after she passed away. Captain, hello. Hello. Um, just to, I've got a couple of things. Let's know that I can't remember her name. I'm really yeah. sorry if you're listening. But your passport lady is on TikTok this evening. Oh, Karen. Hi, Karen. That's it. I'm, I'm so sorry, Karen. I can't couldn't remember your name. That's all right. She won't um, mind, I'm sure. And I've got Shirley's question. Oh, perfect. Yeah, poor Shirley. I can't hear her. What's her question? Um, so she put, uh, finally exchanged for me. He has lied, and I have gone back to to my solicitor to raise the questionnaire. I'm I'm going to have to go to mediation, as this is uh, um, as my uh, start again. Can't talk. Am I going to have to go to mediation, as this is? A very volatile and abusive. How many times do I have to do this before applying to the court for a final order? I am desperate to get this complete and get him away from me. Um, yeah, it, it's difficult when the other side won't engage. So there are three hearings in finances. However, if he doesn't turn up, the court will adjourn it a couple of times. They won't keep adjourning it. Eventually, the court will make an order in their absence. How long it goes on for, it's difficult to say because I don't know what we're actually asking the court for. Um, the more that we need the court to help us, i.e. the more finances that are involved, the longer that could go on for because the court's got to be careful about any order that it makes that it doesn't sort of deprive the other person too much. Um, I think what that person probably needs is to get some legal advice because there are other things that we can do. Um, that, that can sort of push matters along slightly. That's great. Tracy, have you got the number for the, for, um, the legal aid, the civil, legal aid yeah, advice line? Absolutely, that? absolutely. I'll give that out now, Captain. So for those of you that are 
uh, perhaps entitled to legal aid or you don't know if you're entitled to legal aid and you want to find out if you are, you have to meet what's called a means and a merits test. And what that means is that you have to show that you, you haven't got the means to pay for legal help but that your case has also got merit, okay? And how you find that out is by ringing the Civil Legal Advice Line. And their number is 0345 345 4345, okay? I'll say that again, 0345 345 4345, okay? Thanks, Captain. Thanks, Tracy. Bye. Bye. Um, so just to let everyone know and hot mama i'm asking you up onto the stage again bear with me um so karen is a regular helper on my discord channel and she is really helpful when it comes to answering questions about passports so especially this time of year you might be planning a holiday and you've got a question about a child's passport then karen's on tiktok to help and Anne is also another helper, um, and she's quite a specialist in CMS. Um, so she's happy to answer any questions you might have about CMS um, or queries that you might have there. CMS doesn't really fall under the family law umbrella. Um, so I'm, I'm so grateful that Anne's on board to help. Um, right, uh, hot mama, let me take you off mute and hopefully I can hear you this time. Let's try. Oh, you're on mute. Do you want to take yourself off mute now? There we go. Can okay. I hear you? There we go. Thank I can hear you. Yeah. Perfect. What's your question? Um, I've, I've been more or less, um, hi, good evening. My first time here. Okay. Um, I've been more or less separated for about five years now, although we do live in the same house. Yeah. I was just going to move out and rent my own apartment, but I've been told to finalize the divorce, finalize the financial order before I leave. I am working full time. I just wanted to know, is it worth waiting? Am I entitled to anything? No asset is in my name. And I've been but, married for at least 24 years now. Yeah, well then yes is the answer to that. So it doesn't matter that any assets aren't in your name. Because you're married, then all of his assets are also your assets, if that makes sense. So because okay. of that, you will definitely be entitled to a share of those. How much of a share, that's where you need the legal advice. But you are definitely entitled to a share of any assets that he has because you're his wife. Okay, all right. So what I, what I would suggest and what I say to everybody who, who is going through this you know, and, and I get that, you know, budget is a priority for a lot of people, but at least try just to get that one hour advice uh, with either, you know, myself or another family solicitor so that you can find out exactly what you're entitled to. You need to know what you're entitled to so that you can go out and get it, you know, essentially. Yes, I mean, that's the only reason I'm still waiting. I mean, although yeah. our children are grown up, my youngest is yeah. at least 21 now. That's okay. That that so, doesn't matter. We, we you know, we, we, you wouldn't just receive assets because you had children under 18. You receive assets because, or a share of those, because you're his wife and you're entitled okay. to a share of those. So best thing to do. And it does take sort of a good hour to go through that because there's so many questions that we need to ask um, and, and there's lots... There's lots of things that we need to know, not just the length of the marriage, but lo lots of other things. How much do the parties earn? How old are the parties? You know, do we have any medical conditions that we need to be aware of, etc.? Okay. All right. All right. Lovely. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank Thanks you very then. much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Uh, Daniel, you are next up. Let me take you off mute. What's your question? Oh, hello. Uh, hopefully you can hear me okay. I can, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so, um, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so, long story short, um, just I've had my first uh, dispute resolution hearing. Yeah. Um, no safeguarding concerns, nothing like that from Kafkas or social, So, it's, so that's, which is good. Um, however, uh, the judge uh, was happy to give days. However, mum wanted to do supervised, a supervised contact centre because I haven't seen the children in seven months, although there was there's a bit of alienation going on. Um, however, the judge, even though because there was no safeguarding concerns, was happy for us to have days, but because she mentioned the contact centre supervised, uh, he ordered for both of us to pay. However, um, in the last two months, uh, the next hearing is in, um, is the end of like, next month and stuff, um, She's been delaying with the contact centre, the, the, the days and stuff, and I'm just wondering what to do in the hearing, how to explain it in the hearing, because I still haven't seen the children, and she's been delaying um, quite a few appointments with the contact centre. Um, I've paid the referral fee, um, but we're both ordered to pay, see, and she hasn't paid anything as well yet. So effectively, Daniel, she's in breach of the order, because okay. if, if the court have ordered that you both do things and she's not doing them, then she is in breach of that order. So from here, you need, the first thing I'd be doing is putting that in writing to the other side to say, you are in breach of the order and I want to understand why you're breaching. Is there a good enough reason? Excuse me, you may get a reply back, you may not. If you don't get a reply back, then when you go back to court for the next hearing, you're also asking the court to enforce that. Because okay. you, you, the court's made an order that it finds suitable and in the best interest of the child, and mum's taken mm. it upon herself to ignore that, and that's just not acceptable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, helps, thank you. All yeah. right, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you for your help. Thank that's you okay. Much. Thanks, Daniel. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Uh, Zara, you are next up. What's your question? Hi, um, can you hear me? I can, yeah. Hi, I just had a question. Um, me and my husband are currently separated. I've been living at my mum's for the past five months. We have a six, almost seven-month-old baby. Um, whilst we've been separated, we've basically been trying to figure out whether we could work things out or whether it will be ending in separation. Yeah. Uh, but in that time, sort of every little argument we have, he's always threatening me with court and, you know, I'm going to take our son away from us. Yeah. Uh, from me. Um, so if we do sort of go down the separation route and he does take me to court, I know that now I think it may be the latest is it is 50 50. Um, but do they consider the baby's age? So it's not automatically 50-50, Zara. That's not, you know, I, I wouldn't say that's a standard order that's made. It's one of a okay. number of orders that can be made by the court. Um, essentially, okay. the court's going to want to see what's in the best interest of the child. Um, you generally find that the younger the child, the, mm -hmm. the smaller the contact sessions will be, but they'll be more frequent. And um, particularly, you know, young babies that are perhaps still breastfeeding. So, you know, the pair, the yeah. other parent would be able to maybe have an hour and a half or maybe two hours, oh. but maybe three or four times a week. So there'd be smaller 
sessions but more frequent and then as the child gets older the sessions would become longer maybe three or four hours but obviously Mm -hmm. take take place fewer times in the week right and does that include overnight stays as they get older as well yes as they get older again if that's in the best interest of the child typically you know the child will live with one parent so monday to friday they're at that particular house and then they will have alternate weekends between parents right okay and if he does sort of take me down through the courtroom if he's the one that's that application will i still have fees to pay no no, he he will make a one-off fee, which is two hundred and seventy no two hundred and thirty-two pounds a children's application, and that's the only fee that's payable to the court. There won't there won't be any more. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Zara. Bye. Bye. Right, Bal eighty. You are next up. What's your question? Hello. Hi. Uh, good evening. Hello. How can I help? I, uh, uh, myself and my wife are undergoing the separation and uh, this is through mediation like uh, my question is regarding the financial split. Yeah. So a couple of years back I bought a property on my dad's name that's uh, from my sole savings. Uh, so so I'm just trying to understand uh, so what is her rights on this and uh, what will be my rights. So it's uh, purely, on the, purely on my dad's name. The property. Yeah. So, sorry. The, the, sorry, apologies for the background noise. No, no, it's fine. Um, essentially, if the oh. if the asset isn't in your name, which I think is what you're mm-hmm. saying to me, then it's not involved in the divorce. Is, is yeah, that, and the property yeah. is in my dad's name. Yeah. So, so what's your question of me? It's not. It's not involved if it's in your uh, dad's name. Yeah, 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 but uh, it, it's been bought. Uh, but my wife is telling that uh, she's trying to claim that uh, uh, that uh, since uh, this has been bought uh, after marriage, it is uh, it must be declared to the mediation. Well, you you can certainly declare it to mediation if that's what she wants. If she wants evidence of of the fact that it's in your dad's name, but it's in your dad's name, so it won't go anywhere. You know, if there's no agreement at okay. mediation, it goes to court. It's not going to go anywhere because it's not your property. Okay. All right. Okay. Sure. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Um, I remember that question now. Somebody on TikTok said, "If I have a live with order and the other parent doesn't turn up for contact, is that breaching the order?" Yes, it is. Technically, it is breaching the order. However, we can't force a parent to have contact. So while it's a breach, there isn't too much that the court can do, okay? Um, Craig, hello, let's try you again. Hello. In the financial uh, e-form, it says part of it, if there was a significant uh, sum of money within the last 12 months, would that person be able to claim that money back? Uh, No, I'm going to say no, because obviously I'm aware of your case, so no. Yeah, because it's all right, okay. it's all contained within the marriage. Right, perfect. All right. I'll speak. Yeah, excellent. I'll speak to you in the morning. Speak to you in the excellent. morning. Thanks very much. Cheers, Craig. Bye. Um, that's a perfect example, and one of the reasons why I do um, things like this is because obviously I'm speaking to that person tomorrow. Um, he's a client, but sometimes people just have a question 
that they have to ask and it means that they get a good night's sleep essentially um and you know it, it can be comforting just to get a yes or a no um you know just to know what your rights are shannon you are up next what's your question Hello, um, just a question. So I've been with my fiance for eight years now. Yeah. He's got a 10 year old son with a, um, his previous partner. Yeah. She has been quite on and off with contact. She doesn't let me have any involvement. So yeah. um, my fiance is actually going to do the C100 order, but I was just wondering, can she stop me from seeing the son and I've also got two boys as well with my fiance. Yeah. So would that be able to be stopped as well? So she can't stop you. No, <laughs> she doesn't have the power to stop okay. you. The court can, but I suspect they won't because you are engaged to be married to this person. Um, so yeah. obviously, you know, it's important that you are also part of that child's life. So I. Right, okay. So the answer to your question is no, she definitely can't. But the court can, but I doubt that they will, if that makes sense. Okay. And last question. Yeah. Um, most would be how long's a piece of string, but how long does it usually take for court? If there's no safeguarding issues yeah. or any social involvement, yeah. or does it just depend, really? It does depend. So when you first make your application, Shannon, you're going to wait about three months for the first appointment. Um, right, and okay. if there's no welfare concerns being raised by the other side, and there will be, because if there's no welfare mm -hmm. concerns, the court generally direct that contact take place. So she's going to raise something, I suspect, um, particularly right, about okay. you, if, if, if you're the one that she doesn't want to have any contact with the child. Then we'd have a CAFCAS report, and that could take another okay. four months. Um, and it might be that the matter sort of trundles along for maybe nine to 12 months before we get to a final hearing. Now, obviously, any time um, within that year, if the parties can agree, then you can submit a consent order. So, you know, if she kind of gives up once the application's been made and the CAFCAS report says, I think the children should see Shannon or the child should see Shannon, there's no concerns here and she, and she just gives up, um, then you can just submit the consent order. But if she's going right, to raise okay. concerns, sort of set your standards at around nine to 12 months, I would say. Okay, brilliant. All That's right. fine then. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shannon. Bye-bye. Uh, right, LZ9122, what's your question? Hi, Tracy. Hello. So, um, a brief history in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. Um, I've got a six-year-old son with my ex-partner. Yeah. Um, we were in a relationship five years, of yeah. which uh, at least a minimum of three and a half of those I was subjected to pretty awful domestic violence, abuse, etc. Um, he also has a history of that with his other ex-partner who he has yeah. a child with and isn't allowed to see that child. Yeah. Now, my question is, um, so my son, um, he's been found, my, my ex has been found guilty of what he's done as well, but yeah. he was, he's in Scotland and he was only um, put under a, one of those, you know, retraining programmes. Yeah. Uh, it didn't, it, there was, well, in a nutshell, it didn't feel like justice. <laughs> um, but my son has legally got his biological father's name because he's on the birth certificate so obviously he has pr um now i've been trying my son doesn't actually use his legal name um right. he uses my surname um for school and you know things like that as a known as name yeah 
is it against the law for me to get an unenrolled depot without father's consent? We do have, through the courts as well, through the criminal courts, a 10-year non-molestation order. I would, just for clarity, because if you want to do it, you may as well do it right. And you want to be making an application to the family court. Essentially... I asked the solicitor and they said, don't do it. Oh, well, well, that's... Near where I I am. But based on... (laughs) No, he won't know where you are at all because you can fill out a C8 form, which gives you complete confidentiality. Your address won't be revealed. Um, No, I mean, my solicitor, where, where we live... Uh, I asked a local solicitor here, and they said it wouldn't. They wouldn't change the name and not to do anything. Well, I think I think they would. If which it's is a why ten- I'm asking this. <laughs> yeah, which is why it's a ten-year non-molestation order. I think they would, and the child's being known by that name anyway. You have got absolutely mm. nothing to lose, and I would complete that. It's a C1 form. I would complete that, and I would send it into court. Um, and yeah. you know, the worst-case scenario, judge is going to tell you no, but I think you'll get permission to change the name. Yeah, well, they're saying that he would get contact if I put this application in. I doubt uh, At that's the minute, not he's not seen him since he was six months old. If and, and you know what? If he wants contact, he's got to make an application for it. Your application will only trigger a change of name. Right. He has to make his own application, and then he has to explain, yeah. um, you know, why he hasn't seen him since he was six months old. Yeah, well, he has gone on and had three more children as well with a new partner. Yeah. Um, but the other side of that is, if, for example, I didn't go down that route, yeah. my son legally has a different name, surname to me. Yeah. If I wanted to get him a passport and take him on holiday, because it's all, you know, when you look on the government website, there's all this, um, yeah. it's classed as abduction if you take them out of the country yeah. without consent. If I've got, if I was to get him a passport with his legal name, um and take the non molestation order and a copy of his birth certificate would i still would i be okay to take him on holiday no. without getting no. stopped you, questioned etc i mean i don't know if you'd be stopped and questioned but again you need dad's permission a non molestation yeah. order isn't dad's permission so if you're going to right. make application for a change of name then you want to get permission as well which would be a c100 yeah. a, a specific issues order that you can take the child on holiday once or twice a year without dad's yeah. permission all right right yeah. Fab. Okay. All right. Thank right. you. Thanks very much, Tracy. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Um, Katie, you are next up. What's your question? Hi. Um, I've got a question regarding um inheritance after yeah. divorce. Yeah. Um, my partner of three years has been divorced over six years now, and it, the divorce was done through a solicitors, whereas amount of money was agreed and given to his ex as a settlement of yeah. the divorce. He's now due some inheritance from a family member who's going to pass away quite soon. Um, And he's wondering if she can make a claim against that inheritance. Neither party have remarried. Yeah. Did you say, Katie, there was a final order in place? Sorry, I missed that little bit. It was done through a solicitor's and an agreed settlement for the divorce. Okay. So has has it been sealed by the court? That's the important part. As it, as I'm not been... entirely sure. Okay, so check that. If the order was okay. sent to court and it was stamped by the court and is therefore sealed, yeah. then no, mm-hmm. she cannot go back and make any other financial claim, no. Do solicitors not do that with divorces automatically? Yes, I would. 
but they the, do yeah absolutely okay. yeah if the, if an order's put together and everybody signs it it has to be sent off to court um but don't assume that that's been done and in order i mean that's no, okay. that's what i would be asking somebody if they said to me well can i make a further financial claim my first question would be is there a financial order in place at the moment that bars you from making that claim and that's okay. what she needs to see I, I, i'm going to assume that there is in which case you can't make a claim Right, okay. Brilliant. All right. Okay. Lovely. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. Katie. Bye. Bye. Um, guys, we are just after seven, so I'm going to pause it there and I'm going to be back on again Thursday um, between six and seven to answer more of your questions. Thank you so much for joining me this evening in the Discord. Apologies to those of you still with your hands up. And Vixie, please do try again. If I see you with your hand up on Thursday, I will jump you to the top of the queue. Okay, so until thursday at six guys take care and i will speak to you then bye